Hello and welcome to the Women's Rugby League podcast. I'm joined by a man who's done a lot for the show behind the scenes. He does a lot of behind the scenes in Women's Super League. I'm joined by none other than Matt Heaton. Matt, pleasure to finally get you on the show. How's it going, buddy? You okay? Yeah, not bad yourself. So I'm not too bad. We've got Matt on. We're doing a bit something a bit different tonight. We're going to rate how we think teams went last season... Out of 10, not where they finished, but where we think they'd have set their goals. That's the first part of it. Got some other stuff coming up. So, Matt, pick a team and we'll go from there. Um, I think we'll start with the grand final winners from the uh, 2019 season, Leeds. Um, had a fair few injuries, Leeds, this year. Yeah. Um, but Leeds, Leeds like, they're just class. No matter what, what you throw at them, uh, obviously... We played them last year and I know they had a lot of girls missing and they just turn up every single time. They've got Courtney, they've got a lot of really experienced girls in there and I don't know, they just find a way to win. Uh, obviously, Lois, great coach, has them organised. Um, would have been disappointed not to do better in the grand final, but I think injuries probably finally took its toll going into that final. Uh, but... Again, they, they should be proud of where they got to. Uh, but I know they would have been looking for a repeat of the grand final success. That's it. And you, you come second to a team as good as Saints. Yeah, and especially that Saints team from last year. Like, I think they were, they were unplayable in parts. So, so yeah. Leeds probably getting, for me, a 9 or a 10, because they've probably, in the hearts of hearts, would know that... They would have been wanting to win everything, but no, but second is probably realistically where people had them and where they had themselves. Yeah, and you look at injuries like Danny Anderson was yeah. out for pretty much the whole season. Like, you lose a Danny Anderson, and she's a, she's a great forward. Um, I know Amy Johnson spent some time out, and you deplete a forward team of two England players, and it's going to lose a lot of its goal forward. Amy Johnson, um, probably one of the most underrated players in the league as well works all game um, but again they've got to be proud of where they got to I know going into the uh, mini series of five uh, at one point I think they had to give a game up because they had so many people off with COVID but they still managed to get a team out the week before the, had a week off and then managed to field a team somehow and again every time they turn up they turn up and yeah. they're going to give you a, got to a grand final you know with, with a Leeds team no matter what they're putting out if they're putting out a half injured team with half the kids you have to be yeah. on your A game. You need to be 10 out of 10 of why they're doing you. Yeah, yeah. And like I say, we we played them at the Mendehose and half-time, it was near enough neck and neck and I thought hey, we could have these. Uh, like, they, they look like they're going, but Leeds being Leeds, like Lois just sells them down, Courtney sells them down and they just play the rugby. And as soon as you show any weakness, you start making mistakes, Leeds are going to punch you. So from there, we'll go St. Helens. What probably the fittest team to ever have played in Women's Super League fastest off the line they're going to have to get a 10 out of 10 because they set out them goals and they achieved them yeah you look at I mean, you start right at the top it comes from the, the head coach deck like yeah. his stand his training philosophy just everything is driven by him but then following him Rudgy and Jody, um the standards they bring every single week and you, you could go down their whole playing squad but 
if you just look at Deck, Jody, and Rudge, like as three people leading a team, the standards are going to be high. Um, but player for player, they were far better than everyone last year. Um, again, what more can you say? <laughs> Apart from they dominated the league and they had one of the best halves in the country injured for two or two thirds of the season. That's it. You, you take Faye out and you you still produce that sort of rugby with Faye missing and I really, really rate Faye highly. I really rate her as a person. I rate her as a player. She's got that smart brain on the field and you take her out and you're still doing that business. You're still yeah. winning the fact, you're still winning a Challenge Cup with her going off. Yeah. And it was, I think other things that you look, Hardcastle's game developed. They had some breakout players like Carrie Roberts, Rachel Woozy, Danny Bush all came in. Yeah. Uh, obviously just plays solid every single game. There's so many players across the park where I'll tell you one person who impressed me was Zoe, the halfback who came in to replace Faye. I don't think she gets enough credit. Yeah. Uh, so it goes on and just a solid performer. Like really, really stepped up when she was needed. That's it, you you got you got a team like that full of ambition, full of talent, full of you have two you have two England centres and then yeah. bring in two England centres and I told everyone Carrie Roberts is going to be the one person no one's expecting to be as good as she is and she set it alight Amy, Amy Hardcastle's Amy Hardcastle there's only one there'll only ever be one you know what you're getting and her game got better yeah how do you take someone's game who's at the top and make it even better no 100% agree so yeah that we're agreeing on a 10 on that. Yeah, you can't go for a 10. So, I think next team, we'll go York. So, interesting thing with York. I were at their first game of the season when they're playing Leeds and they took the lead against Leeds. In the first, This is before signings. This is, this is York having a dig. This is York finding the feet. This is York as the original players. This is Katie Lannan. <laughs> taking it to Leeds and they had a good dig go on coaching staff come in signing quality after quality after quality and yeah yeah, well done because again they've captured the imaginations yeah 100% and I think if you look Lindsay obviously a great coach Uh, she's gone in she's brought in what was it, the Super 7? Yeah. Seven unbelievable players. Uh, you, you could go down and list them. Peachy, one of the best hookers in Super League. Rhiannon, Grace, Tams, Kelsey. I didn't know too much of the others. Uh, Wood and uh, Savannah. Sa- um, Savannah? Them- Savannah was there already. Savannah was a very, very, very good player and so was Wood. And when they yeah. got signed there, I was like, oh, yeah. Someone's doing recruitment properly. Someone's looking, who's the next batch? I think you expect it from all the others. Like, uh, the fact all their quality players. Yeah. Savannah, a fair few people have told me when she signed, she's a great player, but Wood, I think, goes sort of, she's like the unsung hero. She just works all game. Yeah. And there's not much, you look at her in the forwards, there's not much to, but she is a grafter. Um, got a lot of respect for her um, and again the other girls we, we know they were quality and I think the big thing for 
what Lindsay did. She she had to get them all to gel because obviously new players were coming in all the time and you know people can say what they want about them but you've got to give them the respect that they managed to play and new people were coming in all the time and you know they did, they weren't given the wins. They had to go out and earn them and even in the semi-final like they caused Leeds, Leeds some issues and I was watching that thinking Leeds are going to do this. Uh, York are going to do this here, sorry. Yeah, I watched uh, the same. Got... There was that little bit where you're thinking oh, whoa, York are going to get into finals. They're going to they look like and Leeds are Leeds and Leeds <laughs> you don't want Leeds in playoffs like no and I think Leeds would have been panicking at one point but I mean it's going to be interesting and exciting to see how they go this year um, obviously I saw the other day they're doing a combine and they're looking at bringing more players in but last year um, thought they did really well obviously they'd have started their season probably expecting to sort of be in that bottom six and try and get some results together but you've got to give them a nine because yeah. of where their season started for their what they would have thought obviously a new coach come in new players and they massively overachieved for what their start season ambition would have been and it's one of them give, give it to York no one ever went to York and he's a match against them because they used to batter people yeah I'd heard a few things about like the pre like Super 17 yeah. it was always a rough time York and yeah, no, no one had it easy but again they've added some quality and more quality will probably go in And but yeah for last season they well you've got to give them a, a, a nine where we go next Wigan Wigan just Wigan are, Wigan are Wigan aren't they they're just, they're just hard when you when you look at any Wigan team men or women it, they're hard and I don't think anyone sort of backs up as much as uh, Vicky Moll I've got to say if there was one player I could bottle tenacity in and go, that player just, just doesn't... It's one of them, she'll do that. She's like, when she's handing, on, handing people off and she's that nice after, she checks us are okay. Like, I, yeah. I've just smashed your face in and scored a try, but are you okay? Yeah. Please, please yeah. I don't want anyone to hurt you. Yeah, and they've got some great players. Um, Rach Thompson, um, I don't know we played her. Like, she just leads that team around the park and... I know we got a result against them like when she went off. Um, Georgia Wilson, Becky Greenfield, like there's, there's some great players in that team. And um, I know obviously they won the grand final a couple of years ago. Um, to be honest, I think Wigan probably finished where Wigan expected to finish. Yeah. And they, they probably knew they were going to finish in the top four or five. Um, obviously, they no one anticipated what was going to happen with York, but. Uh, start seeing if you'd have been looking at the top four, you'd have been able to pick out who the top four oh, would yeah. be. Um, and I think Wigan finished where Wigan would have liked to have finished. Uh, obviously, they'd have preferred to, to try and push into that top two, but I think they finished third overall, was it? Uh, with York and Cass in fourth and fifth. fifth yeah, because they, they played out for. Fact, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you got the probably finished about where there was thinking the wood, they probably. I know they had massive amounts of injuries at the end of the season. They were really, really, really struggling to lose Rachel Thompson at any team. Big trouble. Uh, I think, yeah, she'll be a big loss. Um, a speedy recovery to Rachel as well. Yeah. Uh, I know she had some speedy. Um But yeah, I think Wigan would have finished, would have been happy with where they finished. Uh, obviously could have done a bit better again into that top two, but I think that top two last season was probably a bit too far for the players who 
Wigan had at the time, but hopefully big season for them and they can they should hopefully be looking to push into that top two eventually. Uh, so I think Wigan we've got to give a solid eight to. Yeah, definitely because yeah, because we're we're rating it out of where they thought they were coming, and yeah. they probably probably would like to got to a couple of finals. They probably would like to pick something up, but yeah, realistically, yeah. with if you look at their team, you look at what they've got, and you go, yeah, you are about third in twenty yeah, twenty. Yeah. You you probably finished about bang on. In fact, they're probably the grey man of the top half. Yeah, yeah, and they were like they were unlucky. Um, we're going into that mini series of five at the top uh, to lose uh, Thompson. Yeah. Because she is a big, big player for them. Um, but again, did well. Nice, solid eight. Um, and then the next one, well, I'll let you lead on um, Cass. Oof. Right. One we probably might get hit on and things like that. Transfers happen in sports. Transfers are a lot. Right, we're in a modern sport. We're in in an area where money's going to come in. There's television coming in. There's coverage coming. People are going to transfer. Things are going to change. You know, having an implosion and actually finishing where they did, losing them players is very, very good. Like, again, to yourself, Matt, for keeping the the fitness of the players up. And like you say, when you had 15 players. And still, be, uh, still keeping going. Yeah, it's like, like you said, it's it happens in the men's game. Players leave all the time, and I don't blame any of them for going. Like they had a great opportunity, and and the great girls um, with Cass. Yeah, there was games where we were rocking up uh, fifteen players uh, the first time we played Wigan, and we had a choice of do we say we can't fulfil the fixture or do we go? And I think one thing for me that I was really pleased with is. We were able to help new players emerge, like young Farley. Yeah. Um, like she's she's got such a big future ahead of her. Um, so she was able to break out this year. Um, so many players shown her, obviously stepped up. Rochi, phenomenal. Tara, Lacey, like all the girls who were left, who were the you know the bigger names, really shone through. And you know it was a really hard season and. A big thing, like we had our presentation the other night that we spoke about was resilience. And for, like I can't put a score on it because I know when Cass started the season, you had the other five girls there. Like, you know, top of the league w- was a realistic ambition. Like the grand finals and winning them were realistic ambitions. What happened, happened. So for me, like I know what score I'd give Cass because if we're doing it honestly, but I'll let you do the official score. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna score it in. They were on course. Transfers happen, yeah. And you you're right. New players emerged. They came to the the forefront. You you you've got. They had some fantastic players stepping up. Like Eastwood, so underrated and. Like great and Lacey as well. And Lacey uh, was it uh, like. She went away for a little bit with an injury, came back, she was on fire. Um, Amy Backhouse played a lot of minutes. Kirsty Duffield probably didn't get a lot of minutes the season before from what I've been told, but she stepped up and she was playing big, big minutes. Um, for me, one of the standouts for Cass, Jazz Bell. Oh, Bell's... Bell's just brutal. Yeah. 80-minute prop forward. Defensively, for me, the 
best technical tackler in the forwards in women's Super League. Um, Sammy Watts had to stand up and play a lot of minutes. Um, she did superb. There were so many of them that you could go through because, again, they had to play big minutes because there was no one else to do it. So, so there was there was young Courtney coming in as well from the Army Sevens Union and Army Union, and hundred being a bench winger by the end of the season, like Kirsty got that much of a tune out of her, and she's that good of a player. Right, we need a hooker, we need a half, we need a set. We, hands up, and she's doing it. I really rated that lass. So yeah, Kirsty only coming in, fantastic signing as a coach and uh, Maz. Obviously, was there before. Them two had such a difficult job to do. Like you say, they were getting the best out of players who the season before probably didn't have minutes because, you know, the team the year before was so formidable. You could pretty much write the whole, the, the starting 17 on paper. So, yeah, they are there to get the best out of like players who hadn't had a lot of game time. That's it. So, that, with that in mind, we're not rating the team at the beginning, we're rating the team that finished. And. Yep. They hung it. They did it tough. I'm going to give them a seven. Because you got to split that team into two. Mm. And yeah, they still got to two semi-finals. That's what I mean. So, to be depleted yeah. like that and still to get into semis and still get in top four. You know, still to get to where they got to, you know. Fair play to them. Yeah. So, who should we go to next? Bradford. Bradford. Hard one. And, yeah. Such a weird one. The two like games that I watched the full 80 of were actually against uh, my old team, Warrington. So I watched them um, play at the Victoria Park and Bradford looked like world beaters on the day. They ran Warrington ragged for a good 50 minutes. And... I thought, Jesus, like, what's going on here with Warrington? Like, but Bradford, phenomenal. I I, I, uh, rem- I remember that because I was on. I did recorded with Greenwood the night before they played. The day before they played, mm. and I went, Nah, I think you've got a good chance because they're not going to expect you to do anything. And she was like, What do you mean? I was like, No, honestly, I think. I just had a feeling, but there was a good. There was, Bradford always have a performance in them for 10, 20 minutes at a time. They always have it in them. It just putting yeah. the full eighty together to get to where they need to, and you you were at, you were at Fev, weren't you, when we were playing them? In yeah, the, yeah. When I'm doing a match day thing, and yeah. for long periods in that they were in the game and they were tough and they were moving the ball around and they were. It's just putting it together over long periods. Yeah, and I think it's that's all it is. They just need a, a few experienced heads going in there. I know they've lost uh, Mouse, is it? Yeah. Uh, who was one of the experienced players? She's retired, and I've I've heard great things about her and her leadership on the field. Like uh, is going to be massively missed. Um, I think when they click, they can play some good rugby. Uh, I think only a few players going in, but last season when they played, like you said, for the fifty minutes that they could do it, they looked really really good. In other games, obviously when things went wrong, like with a lot of teams, when it goes wrong, it goes wrong. Um, Again, Bradford, similar to Wigan, um, I think they probably finished roughly where they was expecting to finish. Um, uh, yeah, when, 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 a little bit better. 
you're going like the, the loss, the loss um, Beth McMillan as well through long term injury. And I know she she's going to have a bright future. She's a, a hell of an athlete and a player and a person. And when you know that players are coming to the end of their careers and you know that things are going to break up again, and uh, again, how many times can a team break up and rebuild? Well, again, like Bradford, I think we not even spoke about it. They lost Hardcastle. Yeah. Lost your biggest offensive weapon. Your biggest name, the showpiece player, your best player, the biggest the biggest marketing tool you could possibly have as a team. And they still went for it. They still did it. They, again, of Grace Ramson, other than getting injured, what a player. What, yeah. a, what a player. Great young hooker. Um, and they've got some other great young players in that team. Um, I know we spoke off air about some other players who they've got who you look at and you think you take them in most other teams. Yeah. Uh, I think keep hold of them, bring in a few new additions. Um, but yeah, last season, um, may have wanted to finish a couple of places higher, but I think for Bradford, we've got to give them a, a solid six. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd I'd say six are probably about where they thought they'd be. They can do it tough. They probably want it to be a bit higher. Because yeah. to be fair, like, the former champions. Yeah. You know, like... Uh, not pedigree. The, 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 the one of the original big teams. Even yeah. pre-Super League, there was a big team. You look at the players who have played for Bradford, if you just write down the names, they've had some fantastic ones, like 1-13. to 13. Uh, Again, let's see what 2022 brings for them. Working now. This is... Wakey. A- this this was the one I didn't want to do, so I'm going to do it now, and I'm going to apologise beforehand, and I'm not going to be that harsh because I'm not that harsh, right? How tough can a team do it? They've lo- I'm, I'm not joking. There were, there were a thing where I actually wrote down all the players had lost over the last few seasons, and it was near enough for a starting lineup. Yeah. But have all gone and done bigger and better, and you're like, I don't know what. Things look better off field now for them, so that's a positive. And yeah, Swain, you know what you're getting with her. Yeah, yeah. And Taylor, and you think maybe a few years ago when they were younger, if they were in that squad, they'd get different results because I'd, I'd be price. Again, one of one of our awards because she's just tough, yeah. resilient. She don't back down to anybody, but they've got to start getting results now. Yeah, yeah, and again, I'll speak from like watching them in games. I when we played them, it was I think it was the game just before obviously our girls left. Uh, they looked strong in parts, good defensively, swing hits, um, and then I went to watch them at Vicky Park against Warrington. And again, when it goes wrong, it goes wrong. And yeah, for me, you just know what wakey team was going to turn up. There were parts where they could do stuff, and then it was like, when it went wrong, there were no, the ship couldn't move. It just, it go. Yeah. And yeah. I don't, I don't know. Maybe realistically, they probably knew they were going to finish bottom. They probably didn't want to. 
but yeah. have you looked at who they had and how the numbers they had, where there was yeah. training, and when yeah, where probably they probably would have wanted yeah. to finish higher than the two teams, but got promoted, but that didn't happen. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm probably going to give them like a, a free because they probably knew they were going to be about there. Yeah, um, I think it's a fair, fair result, really. That you've got, you've got to put, put the time in from the club, and I feel harsh on some of the girls because I like, talked to some of them uh, when we played them after the game, and like some of them really do try. And again, thing. you just didn't—you were going to turn up. That's the thing; it's they've got a really good group. Mm. They've got some really, really good people. It's just I get, I get I spoke off it. How many teams can you have in one postcode? Yeah. One's going to suffer. And you, you've got to make your team desirable for others to join. So they, um, they could still do it. They've got a big badge. They've got, you know, they've got the they've got a stadium. They've got other things, and if they could get it all right, they could become a real force. And I hope I honestly hope they do. I know that this season they should put next season they're probably going to go a little better. Yeah. And I really I really do believe that. So I'm sorry to any Wakey fans who think we're a bit bit harsh there. So from Wakey, you're, you're the one who gives the, the yes. this number out. I'll I'll take it. I'll take it. So from Wakey we'll go Warrington. I'm probably going to be equally as harsh here. Um, obviously, I was at Warrington and Championship. Um, I'd say before Roxy left, I know when we came into Championship and I was still with them, we had an ambition. Uh, Roxy left, COVID hit. Um, I think Warrington would have been disappointed themselves uh, for where they finished. Uh, Lee, Westwood, or Wes and Benny um, set up a good group. Um You've got quality established Super League players in there. You, you know, Michelle Davies as captain, Danny Bounders vice. Michelle Davies is a game breaker. Yeah, fantastic player. And um, uh, had to adapt to new position. I know championship, she was on the wing. Um, she moved in to play in the halves. Um, obviously, they were lacking in halves, and Michelle's sort of stepped up as captain, uh, done the training, and Stayed them around the park. Um, Michelle had a bit of a career change, so I know there's a fair few games she couldn't play. That, that was the thing. Um, it's like, you can honestly, if you look at the results to when Michelle played and didn't play, there's a massive correlation in that. That's how good she, she is. Uh, but they've still got a lot of quality. I mean, again, Danny Bound, one of the best hookers in the women's game. Uh, Sammy Simpson play so many different positions. They signed Georgia Sutherland. Uh, who was coming in? She Fantastic. previously played. Yep, uh, been in the EPU. Uh, Amy Daniels. I know you've had Amy on before. Just a hard, horrible hitter. Yeah. And there's a lot of young players coming through that Warrington team as well. That's um, so for, for me this season. Done them well. Yeah, you need like she's one that people need to watch um, as a prop forward. Like never played rugby before. Came in done a lot of gym training and I know she won their players uh, most improved player in the championship and then last year won two awards uh, just bangs hard all game um, you don't expect it when you look at the size of her but just a real real solid unit 
Um, and yeah, I know they were disappointed with where they finished overall. Um, again, different reasons. When they got into the playoffs uh, or the mini five and then got in, I know in the semi against Huddersfield, they were disappointed. I think they went to, was it four halves of extra time? time yeah. Yeah, to play four halves of extra time and to hold out for that long and, and lose. Uh, they were disappointed. So I'm going to be harsh because I know what ability they've got. Uh, I'm going to give them a five. I'd have gone higher because it was the first season in Super League. And other teams, when they've been promoted, have really, really struggled. So I, I'd have probably given them a, a seven because they were never not competitive. They always had bits in them, and when they had the when they had the best thirteen out, they could do damage. Yeah, no, I think they they could definitely. And I know they played Saints, and I was expecting a different scoreline. Uh, they did really well against us. Um, at one point I was a little bit nervous when we were playing them uh, other than great score from Rochi um, yeah they could have done really well but you know for where they did finish um, I know Warrington a lot of the girls have got really high standards so yeah five for me um, on to one team that did shock me now Huddersfield yep Huddersfield Huddersfield uh, wow wow what what uh, had them in the championship um, and no disrespect to Huddersfield uh, Warrington rolled them over um, when they came into Super League concerned I thought you know these could be the, the wooden spoon team but what I liked and I remember talking to their coaches because um, we were supposed to play them our game got called off just before kickoff. they essentially just got a young group of girls and have played them pretty much every game and stuck with that team back end of the season it started to pay massive dividends. Um, they've got some really, really good young players on there. I know there's a lot of girls in the uh, DICE programme. And yeah, like, I've got a lot of respect for what the Huddersfield coaches have done and how they've set the team up. And like massive respect because for me, they they did what I was hoping Warrington would have done with the progression that they made. Yeah, they, they, um, did, what you were, they did what everyone was expecting Warrington to do. Yeah, yeah. And... and Fantastic by them, really fantastic by them and the club. Yeah, you you, you go Be- Beth and Oates, what a player she's becoming. Yeah. Got better Leader. and better and better and better and better and better. Um, Amelia Brown, like wow, the speed. Amelia Brown, like, I've got. Like, I, I like to keep my eye on what she's going to do over the next few years. Um, a fair few people told me about her uh, when started watching some of the games. Like, you can see the talent and, like you say, speed in abundance. Um, but yeah, Bethan, a leader of the, of the on the pitch, got a lot of time for Huddersfield. I think they did really, really well. Uh, some real shock results as well. Like they were just back end of the season again. It just clicked. It just all started coming together yeah. for them. They started. You, you Townsend as well finally getting the run. She's yeah, needed. Yeah. Her kicking yeah. game, unbelievable. Yeah, I think it was, uh, I watched Huddersfield um, against St. Helens, again at Vicky Park, um, and I thought, oh, this is, it's going to be a cricket score, and after a bit it was, and I thought, you know, these guys are in trouble. And then the coaches just kept working, the players, like, massive respect to the players, because when you're getting pumped early on in the season, like, heads can drop, but the coaches have kept them motivated, they've kept the girls rocking up to training, and, you know, I imagine... 
well, as with any team behind the scenes, I imagine there were some difficult talks and convincing players, look, stick with stick with the process. This That's is going to come good. The ones, the ones yeah. who stayed, the ones who stuck with it, they ended up with the rewards. Yeah. They, they finished uh, the silverware, they, they go through four halves of extra time yeah. to get there, There's, everything clicks and... They're just so cool and calm and... Yeah, even in the uh, the grand final when they played Sad, there was... They just never seemed to be panicking. Like, they knew what they had to do. Like, Featherstone, you know what they're going to come with. They're big, they're strong, they're tough. And you always kind of thought, like, if Huds can just hang in, if they can just hold on a little bit and see it through to, like, 50, 60 minutes, they could have this here. And then as they just started to creep away, you were like, the the fitness, the speed of them was just always going to tell. So I think for Huddersfield, for what they probably thought um, to where they finished, I'm going to give them a solid, solid eight. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go a second ten, but a ten because they probably overachieved. They probably didn't think the finishes high, they're probably very scared they're finishing the bottom two. And to finish the way they did, shock yeah, the world, gone. give people inspiration, let teams know but when they come up, you're not just there, you don't have to be here for eight numbers. No, massively and I know they'll it's gonna be interesting to see how they go next season. If they continue to push on. Like and they're in they're in a good position to do that with what they're setting up at the club. So, yeah, really, really pleased for Huddersfield and what they did. So, looks like only one team left. Featherstone. Um, very, very interesting season for us. Mm. Lost players mid-season to Union. Times three. So, we, we had... Um, Beth went to Harlequins. And oh, she yeah. looked unbelievable. You had Jess Cortman leave to go play Union in Spain and she was on 15 tries at that point. Jesus, it's, it's tough losing players all the time, especially halfway through a season and players like that. And the by Lauren Roberts was really coming to the forefront of being our dominant half and <laughs> Spain Union. She's She's... Massively underrated. Positives we have got to a final, didn't win it, but should come back tougher. Not yeah. Andrew Dobson being right at the end. And anyone who knows will know how good Dobbo is. Even yeah. the final game, she had it. Yeah. Her hands never went. She's still. And yeah, that. The back end, I'll give it that. We're the only team who played every single fixture. Didn't back down out of any of them. And we Chloe Billington coming through and scoring the amount of tries she scored. And I don't I don't know, I don't I don't know where, where where to to rate them. They got they got to a final, they finished about where you was expecting. Yeah, I think it's a it's a difficult one because like you always know what, like I said before, what you're gonna get with a Fev team. Um for me, I think they've, we've got to go middle of the pack because start of the season, you kind of would have said, okay, Fev are probably going to finish 
in top four, you kind of knew who it was going to be realistically. Yeah. Uh, then York joined the mix. Well, see, at the start of season, it would have been realistically. Bev would have fancied the chances of coming fifth or sixth. I think Warrington would have fancied the chance of that. Yeah. I think Bradford would have fancied the chance. Um, so to finish sixth, I think six, possibly a seven for Fev because they did what they needed to do. Um, obviously, there's room for improvement and like going forward for them. Obviously, they know what they need to do. Um, but yeah, there's. They never shone and showed people massively what they could do because obviously on the grand final day, they, you know they, they let it slip through the fingers. Uh, but they they're just solid. So I think a solid six seven. Yeah, um, I, I'd have probably gone for. We were probably expecting fifth or sixth, depending on what other teams brought around us. Um, yeah. Went on that massive run at the back end of the season. All the way up to, there was one point where we only had nine tries in five games. In, yeah. No, nine, nine in four games. So we, we were, at one point, everything looked good. Then yeah. obviously players, I'll never, I'll never ever bag a player for for taking opportunity. We we're only here for a very short time, and your career is even shorter. Yeah. So like to to go play a union, go travel the world, and go. Yeah, I I, you you won't see no. me for dust. Yeah, you've got to push them to to new things and give them the new experiences. And again, rugby league is always going to be here. So if Featherston are always going to be here, like those girls can come back. And I think for the opportunity that they had and how Fev dealt with it, yeah, I think you know before we broke off into the two mini leagues of five, um, Fev would have been where they probably anticipated being. Yeah, and yeah, so yes, probably six or seven. So. That leaves us. How would you rate the league this season? Tough old season. Yep, very tough. I think um, a lot of teams have done fantastic with lack of facilities, uh, not being able to be supported by the the club, the men's team. Like they weren't allowed to do it because of COVID. Uh, I think teams should be proud of themselves and the coaches, especially. That like I know from the coaches' point of view, what hoops we had to jump through. Yep. Players, obviously, you know, shortest pre-season in history after the world's longest pre-season. But when it actually came to it and we were allowed, then we had like three weeks of contact prep. Yeah. Uh, before we game started coming in uh, after COVID, obviously. And yeah, it's, I think everyone should be proud of where they got to. Uh, and it's rolled on nicely into the uh, 2022 season now. Yeah, so I give, I give everyone involved 10 for effort. Ten for execution in the circumstances you're under. Bear in mind we've got televised matches. Yeah. But actually showed what the game is about. We've got recognisable faces on television now. We have a foothold. You know, like I, I give, I give the overall. You, you, you forget about the mid-season break where COVID numbers are too high to continue and to get it back to where it was and to finish as strong after that. Like yeah, ten. Yeah. Even to, even to, I know the RFL get a load of stick all the time. Everyone wants to stick the boot into them constantly, and stick the boot into everyone involved organising. They get a ten as well because they got it done. Yeah. So, I think it's for me from my point watching the evil girls and 
watching how everyone's now starting to take the game more serious with so many different things that they're doing, the training, the way they're living, the lifestyles, the nutrition, the hydration, everything that the girls are doing. Like, I think the game's going more professional away from what people can see. And, you know, what people see on telly is just, it's the 80-minute game. Yeah, it's a snippet of everything else off. Yeah, and I think going forward, obviously more games are going to be on telly. I think people are going to start to see more characters evolve from the sport. And it's one thing that's definitely in the women's game. There's a lot of characters. A lot of good people. So, Matt, I'm going to leave you there. We're going to get you back on again. I know there's things lined up in the future, so we'll speak to you again. Thank you for doing this. Take two, episode two. Yeah. Keep on, dear rap. So, thank you and good night.